0: Hello, I'm Kami Yeshi Rabge, and this is the Buddhism Guide podcast. You can find more podcasts, blogs, videos and guided meditation practices on the Buddhism Guide app. Download it for free from the Apple Store and Google Play. If you enjoy the Buddhism Guide podcast and would like to support future episodes, you can do so for as little as $2 a month. Visit Patreon.com forward slash Buddhism guide for more information. That's P A T R E O M dot com forward slash Buddhism guide. This episode is called Understanding Non Dual Awareness. This is a special episode recorded live at the Prajna Meditation Centre in India. So today I want to talk about uh, non-dual awareness. So this uh, non-dual awareness teaching is quite a difficult teaching. So don't worry if you don't understand it the first time. Because you'll have to keep going over... The teaching, and the more you reflect on the teaching and listen again and reflect, then the more it will make sense to you. So, don't worry if you get to the end and then you think, well, What was he talking about? It's okay, you can just play it back. So, you all have a copy of the notes that I've written on this, so I'll just go through each paragraph, I'll read the paragraph. And then I'll explain each paragraph as we go along. So the first paragraph reads, Our lives are built on assumptions. We assume the world is exactly as we've been taught and that our personal memory speaks the truth. For the most part, our lives are virtual, a projection of our mind. We're so busy with our conceptual lives that we fail to truly experience the here and now. In other words, we overlook what is real so that we can focus on what is not. So, a lot of uh, the way our mind works is on assumptions. We assume things. So it's like uh, you don't know what is behind you. But from your memory, from past experience, you can assume what is behind you. But you don't actually know what is behind you. And our mind works like that with lots of things. We just assume. Maybe you're walking down the corridor at work and somebody is uh, walking past you and you always speak. But this time they don't speak. And maybe they're thinking of other things. So then you start to assume things that this person doesn't like me anymore, I must have done something wrong. We make these assumptions. but These assumptions are based on uh, false uh, facts, false memories, but we believe them to be true. So, if you were in the countryside at the bottom of a mountain and you looked up and there was smoke coming from the other side of the mountain, you would assume that there's a fire. Because in your memory, fire and smoke go together. So you can't see the fire. but You can only see the smoke. So you assume there must be a fire. So we do this all the time. We have all these assumptions all the time. So it means that a lot of the time we're not actually looking at the way things are. We're just focusing on the way we think they are, the way we assume them to be. So the next paragraph reads, On a subconscious level, the mind is continually filling in the gaps that exist within our direct experience of the present moment. But most of what we presume to know is just an assumption. Only direct and intimate cognition is true knowing. Anything else is simply a conceptual assumption. So because we assume things, our mind fills in the gaps. Because we don't know, and our mind wants to make a whole picture. So the bits that we don't know, we'll just assume. And our mind will fill in the gaps. But these assumptions are not true. They may be based on an experience we've had, but it doesn't mean that it's exactly true this time. They're just an assumption. So, again, we can never truly know uh, the way of the world, the way things are, when we assume things. Because, you know, our memories can't be trusted. So if our assumptions are coming from past experiences and memories, past experiences could be different. Our memories, they just pick out the bits that we want to pick out. They never pick out the whole story. So those two things together mean that our assumptions can't be trusted. So it's a fact that we're not actually seeing the world the way it really is. We're just assuming. We're filling in gaps. We're making up stories. So, your experience of being here and now is not your sense of self. It is not what you are thinking. Your experience is mere awareness. You're experiencing the collected input from the sensations of sight, hearing, taste, smell, touch, and mind. So your experience of being here at the moment is not a sense of self. You may feel that, that it's a a sense of self. But it's not. Your experience is not the way you're thinking. Your experience is just an awareness. So, all we are doing is we are just becoming aware. We are aware of the sensations of sight, hearing, taste, smell, touch, and the mind. People concentrate a lot on the five senses and they tend to forget about the mind. But the mind also, we sense, is our thoughts, our imagination, our plans, our expectations. All these things actually come from the mind. So, we're not actually uh, experiencing things as a self, as a solid and permanent self. We are just experiencing as an awareness. As we go on, this will be explained more. So, your experience is comprised of all these uh, things combined. Your experience is made up of objects of sight, just as your experience is also made up of objects of thought. But who is the subject that is perceiving, and where is the subject? So the way that we're perceiving the world is just an object of sound, is just an object of sight, is just an object of smell, object of taste, object of touch, and the object of thoughts. That is the only way that we are perceiving the world. We just have an awareness of that. So, you ask the question then, you know, who is the subject that is perceiving? And where is the subject? Because our mind works this way, yeah? Our mind works, subject, object. It's the only way we can see things. So when we talk about non-dual awareness, when we talk about non-self, everybody goes to the same question. Everybody goes to the same point. Then who is, a, who is aware of it? Who is perceiving this? Who is tasting this? Who is touching this? We always go that. And that's because we see the world in a conceptual way. We see the world as me and everything outside of me. And from that, we will get these questions of who is perceiving The awareness here. So what is the subject of these experiences? There isn't one. There isn't a subject that is perceiving this. The truth is beyond any such duality of subject and object. It is not a part of your actual experience. It is nothing but assumed concept that the mind asserts on top of your actual presence of awareness So there is this awareness, say awareness of sound. So then your mind makes it conceptual. Your mind turns it into a dualistic way of thinking. Sound is just sound. And it's just an awareness of sound. But for our mind, our mind turns it in that I am listening to that sound. So we make it dualistic. And it's only your mind that makes it dualistic. There is no dualism there. There's just awareness. Awareness of that sound. There is no me here, and that outside of me. There is no subject, an object. There is only awareness. To be clear, you are not present. There is only presence. So you're not present, There is only presence. So you are not the awareness. There is just awareness. The you, the subject, is merely presumed. It is not experiential. There is no you. So we like to think that we are experiencing the sound. But we're not. There is no experiential you. There is only awareness. The sound is awareness. You are just awareness. There is only this awareness. There is not subject, and there's not object. (laughs) I can see by your faces that this is a little difficult to understand, and that's what I was saying to you. Don't expect to understand it clearly when you first hear it. Because, you know, we've always been looking at things in a dualistic way. We've always been looking at things as subject and object. We've always had this conceptual way of seeing life. So, to now try to understand things as non-conceptual and non-dual awareness is difficult. So, don't give up just yet. Keep. So, what you traditionally consider to be you, is actually the experience of the entire field of awareness in which you are presently aware. So what you think of you, is just this whole awareness. The awareness of sound, the awareness of sight, the awareness of taste, the awareness of these six things. It is only that. You think it's a you, but it isn't. It's only all these awarenesses come together. So you are not limited to the sensation of the body or the mind. You are one with every sensation that is sensed and perceived. In other words, you are awareness itself. So, you are not limited to the sensations of your body and your mind. But you are limiting yourself to body and mind. You are seeing yourself as body and mind. You are seeing those two things and this is me. This is This is the self. And what you're doing there is you're limiting yourself because there's nowhere to go with that. So there isn't that. It isn't that you, your body-mind experience is just one thing. You are just awareness. The sound, the sight and all the senses are just awareness. And you are just awareness. You are awareness yourself. You are not other than anything else. You're only awareness. Remember when we spoke about the the five aggregates, form, feeling, perception, uh, responses, and consciousness. So this consciousness is awareness. Remember I said before, consciousness is not anything other than awareness. So you are this awareness. The sound is this awareness. There isn't me and sound. There is just awareness. So the mind, however, places a false border between what it assumes is you and what it assumes is not you. So again, your mind sees things as subject and object. Automatically, you think that way. I'm here, that is outside of me. So you hear a sound of uh, a dog barking. You think separately. I'm here, I'm hearing, dog barking. Two different things. The dog is the object, I'm the subject, there's two things, our mind thinks this way. But it isn't like that, our experience isn't like that. That's a false border we're putting up between the object and ourselves. This imaginary border, one that we believe contains the self, is the skin. Anything inside the skin we call me, anything outside the skin is not me. So this imaginary border we put up between subject and object can be your skin. I mean, it's an easy way to look at it. So anything inside of this skin is me, is the self, is who I am, is the subject. Anything the other side of that skin is the object, and it's not me. So this imaginary border, this using your skin as an imaginary border, is false. So there is no me and outside of me, there is just awareness. But if you move beyond all knowledge and conceptual conditioning, and you strictly investigate your direct experience, you will realise that there is not any actual distinction between any sensation, inside or outside, they are all received in the same centre of knowingness, that is your aware presence. So there is no outside and inside. By splitting things outside and inside, it means that we're having this dualistic thinking. And when we have this dualistic thinking, we either get aversion or we get attachment. And if we get aversion or attachment, what follows on from that is suffering. So by having this uh, dualistic way of thinking, you're causing yourself suffering. If you hear a sound you dislike, then you try to get away from that sound. Oh, I don't like that sound. And because we don't like it and we can't get away from it, we start to suffer. But if you had an awareness of a smell, and because we like this smell, and we want to keep smelling the smell. We've become attached to the smell. And when the smell goes, we suffer. And this suffering comes from our aversion and our attachment. And that comes from our conceptual way of thinking of subject and object. Me here and everything outside of me. And from that becomes all this suffering that we have. So it means that the way your mind is working is causing you suffering. You are causing yourself a tremendous amount of suffering because of the way that you see yourself separate from the world. When you have this non-dual awareness, then there is no outside and inside. There just is awareness. Then you can't ask the question, then who is perceiving it? Who is the subject? Because there isn't, there is just awareness. Ignore what the mind is telling you about this moment. A sound is a sound which you are aware of. A sight is a sight which you are aware of. A sensation is a sensation which you are aware of. Combined, they create the totality of your alive experience. A sound is only a sound It doesn't matter. We don't have to label it. We don't have to make it into a sound outside of me. It is a sound. If you just see a sound as a sound, no suffering will come. Because you're only seeing it as a sound. A sight is just a sight. A smell is just a smell. They are just awareness. If we understand that they're just awareness, then we're not going to get attached or get aversion from them. We're not going to have this subject-object, we're just going to have awareness. Does awareness separate one sensation from the other? No, it doesn't. Knowing is knowing. So this awareness doesn't separate the sound, the smell, the taste, the touch. It is just, all of it, is just an awareness. It doesn't separate it into different things. It just becomes one thing, awareness. The sound of the dog barking, the smell of roses, or the pain in your back, are not separate sensations. They're all just awareness. It is only the mind that divides experience into conceptual parts. It is your mind that is splitting that sound of the dog barking, that smell of the rose, and that pain in your back. Your mind is making them into three separate things. When they're not, they are just awareness. The dog barking is awareness, the pain in the back is awareness, the beautiful smell of the rose is just awareness. All of this is only awareness but your mind splits it into different sensations. They're all just awareness. The mind tells us we've heard a dog barking far away, while the awareness of direct experience simply informs us of a sound. Awareness makes no assumptions. And you see, this is where the difference comes. When I started off, I was talking about your mind making assumptions. Awareness, there is no assumption. It's a sound, it's a smell, it's a taste, it's a touch, it's a thought. It's just awareness. It is only your mind that makes assumptions about things. It's only your mind that's telling you stories about things. When you understand things as non-dual awareness, there is no story to tell. It is just awareness. When we live only through the lens of our assumptions we miss out on most of our actual experience of awareness. We miss life itself. We need to shift our life's perspective to awareness rather than to concepts. So again it's just telling you that actually we're living our lives through assumptions, we're assuming things, telling ourselves stories the whole time. And by doing that, you're missing awareness. You're missing the way life really is. You're missing the true life. You're just making up your own life. You're just telling yourself stories, making assumptions. Awareness doesn't make any sort of assumption. When we contemplate the question, who am I? Because, again, when we go to get to this point, Everything is just awareness. I'm only awareness. Then, of course, we we start to get scared again. We start to think. Then, who am I? If I'm not me, if I'm not my thoughts, my feelings, my emotions, my experiences, my body, my mind, if I'm not all those, then who am I? And we get scared of that. We start to get worried about. Then, who am I? And if I understand uh, non-self, and if I understand Uh, non-dual awareness, then will I disappear? Will I not be me? Will I stop being who I am? We think this way. And that's because we keep thinking in the process of dualistic thinking. Of me here and everything outside of me. When we see things as awareness, we would never have that question about, who am I? That would never arise. So, who am I? It can be realized that you are a stream of consciousness, just flowing. You are forever refreshed. You are not the personal self you assume to be, for that is merely a false identity. So you are not those things. You are not your thoughts, your feelings, your emotions, your mind, your body, your experience. That is not who you are. You are just ever-changing stream, consciousness or awareness that's all you are you're totally totally being refreshed moment to moment so in this moment right this moment now you're just aware you're just an awareness you are not this solid thing this solid self that you think you are you are just an awareness everything around you is just awareness non-dual awareness is the absolute truth of your present experience of experiencing here and now. It is your entire presence of being without which you wouldn't be. So actually without this awareness, without this presence, you wouldn't be anything. So don't see this uh, non-dual awareness as something that, you know, is going to be dangerous for you because you're going to lose who you are. That's who you are. You are just this awareness. That identity that you've built up for yourself, that's the false thing. The way you're living your life in this conceptual, uh, making uh, assumptions, that is false. Not the non-dual awareness. That is the truth. That is the ultimate truth of what you are. What you're hanging on to is totally false. But, of course, we've been hanging on for so long that we can't just, okay, now I'm going to let go. So, you know, more and more you have to look at non-self and try to understand non-self, that you're not your thoughts, your feelings, your emotions. You are just this awareness. There is no subject and object. There is no me here and everything outside of my skin. There's none of that. There is only awareness and once you understand that there is only this awareness then you won't get the question of uh, what i am who is perceiving this and all these type of questions and also you're not going to get attached to things because how can you get attached to awareness you can't and how can you have aversion to awareness you can't so then all that suffering goes so, you gain so much by understanding non-self and non-dual awareness. At first, when we first do it, we get scared about it, and we think we will lose. But you will gain so much, you won't lose at all. The thing about I am. So, I am every moment, and every moment is my presence of I am. In other words, I am nothing other than what I am aware of at this present moment. So you are nothing other than what you are aware of, this awareness. You are not a solid thing. Your awareness is aware of awareness of sound. That's what you are at this moment. Then your awareness is aware of a smell. That's what you are at that moment. We're forever changing. Our awareness is forever changing. We're not a solid self. There is nothing solid about you that isn't awareness. So don't limit yourself. Don't confine yourself to your concepts and your assumptions. Don't be fooled by projections of the mind. Know yourself and you will know the world. Because the world is you. You are not separate, you are one. So, you know, many times people talk about oneness. This is true oneness. It's an awareness. Your mind is trying to fool you into thinking that you are here and everything is outside of you. Don't be fooled by that, because that isn't true. It's just awareness, nothing else. So, if you keep being fooled by the mind, then you can't move forward in your life. You can't uh, reach this uh, awakening. Awakening means to understand the way the things truly are, and the way the things truly are is non-dual awareness. But if you're going to get stuck to your concepts, and get stuck with your, your subject and object, and I'm inside the skin, and everything's outside my skin, then you're never going to reach the level of awakening, because you can't awaken to the truth if you're holding on to an illusion. So, you're not confined to the body and mind. So don't be fooled. This is not uh, who you think you are. If you think this is who you are, your thoughts, feelings, emotions, mind and body, then you'll never be able to move forward. You're really trapping yourself in a prison. The prison is all that inside of your skin. Your skin is trapping you inside. This is a, a false thing. So what you are is a field of consciousness, that unconditionally embraces and accepts everything that appears within it. So, you are just this awareness. You are not a solid thing. The sound is not a solid thing. All the sensations are not solid things. They are only awareness, and you are only awareness. Just give this some thought. Just reflect on this. Listen to this a few times meditate on it, and try to understand about how you live your life now with assumptions and concepts, how you assume things and fill in the gaps, how you have your concepts of good and bad and left and right, and I want this, I don't want this. All these things are just concepts. So understand that all of that is not truth. All of that is just an illusion. And what is the ultimate truth is non-self, and non-dual awareness. If you can understand those two things, you'll understand absolutely everything. Don't give up and don't think that it's an impossible thing. It isn't, it takes time, little baby steps. Don't try to jump to the end of this teaching and just think, you know, I want to know this, I want to know that. Start slowly, start looking at your assumptions what things you assume. Start looking at your concepts. Because when you start looking there, you'll start to understand that, okay, yeah, I'm just assuming that. There's no truth in that. And this concept is just, you know, a subject-object, which there is no subject. If there's non-self, if you understand non-self, then how there can be an object? If there's no non-self, that means there's no subject. So if there's no subject, how can there be an object? So just give these thoughts, take baby steps, slowly, slowly read through this, listen to this, and then start asking questions, reflecting, and then slowly but surely you'll understand. You can find more about this and similar subjects in my books, The Best Way to Catch a Snake, Life's Meandering Path, and Ripples in the Stream. They're all available now on Amazon and Kindle. Could I ask you to please rate and review the Buddhism Guide podcast, as this will make it easier for others to find us. So, until the next time, thank you so much for listening, and bye.